0: The decision hasn't come lightly. I mean, I have, for the sort of last 10 years, wanted this. Worth every shot with Yaz. I kind of did hope that in my 30s I might meet somebody, but it hasn't worked out that way for me. Hi Yasmin here and in a little while I'm going to be joined by a lovely brave lady called Amber who is going to be sharing her IVF journey that she's going through with her husband so she's going to be talking to us about that but firstly I just want to thank everyone that is following my journey on the quest to become a solo mum by choice it has been a massive roller coaster up to this point my journey did start over two and a half years ago and on the podcast I've been taking you back to the early days when I started and I've kind of been documenting my journey by recording a vlog And, well, this is the next piece from the vlog. Right, well, they say 13 is lucky for some. Hopefully it's lucky for me because 13 days ago I went to Belfast Fertility Clinic and I got some tests done. I got my blood taken. I had to get a thyroid check and then I had to get an ultrasound, an internal (laughs) ultrasound scan. Um... So, the results were ready on Friday past, but I decided I didn't want, want to make an appointment with the doctor f- uh, for my consultation on the Friday because I didn't want to go into the weekend in case it is bad news. I thought Monday. So, this is Monday, and, um, yeah, and I'm an hour and 39 minutes now. <laughs> I'm going to have my consultation with the doctor who will Give me all the details and all the results of those tests so hopefully it's good news for me he's either going to say nah, not for you or probably maybe just get your finger out now or what i don't know <laughs> and then i'll be able to pick his brain on stuff Um he's meant to be a really nice doctor so i'm really looking forward to speaking to him and uh, yeah hopefully it's good news for me in an hour and now we're in 38 minutes <laughs> it was a nerve-wracking call and well this is how it went so i am just off the phone to the consultant and it was quite good it was quite good news <laughs> i feel like emotional actually and um, i was so nervous I, i've never felt so sick of nerves for a long time Um when it was like it was 3 29 i thought he's gonna phone me in a minute Ugh. and. Um, He phoned me and we were just talking good sort of half an hour, 40 minutes and he said that so my levels, my fertility levels if you like, um, are up at 15, he said so for somebody your age is slightly higher than average so that made me so happy because I was worried about that, you know, really worried so that was really good news and then he said basically the next step now is to get implications counselling. So he's going to organise someone for me and organise that. So and um, then you go and you speak about um, the implications of donor sperm and all these kind of things and once I finish that then it's time to decide if I want to do IUI or IVF and I'm still in two minds. I was very sure I wanted to do IUI but he would want to do another test well, it was a tubule tubule test, um, which is another between four and five hundred pounds. So, but if I was getting IVF, I wouldn't need that. But then IVF is way more expensive than IUI, and it's just looking at the pros and cons of both of the, the the treatments. And he said to do that. But he said in the meantime. Um, we will send you a link, and then you can start looking at sperm donors. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, he said, just keep yourself busy doing that. And he said, also said like how I said, could you give me a ballpark figure of when the treatment can start? You know, just give me a sort of rough idea. Um, because of like COVID and whatnot, they have got a backlog, and I, I thought yeah, that's fair enough. So he said, if you were from today, we'd be looking at like sort of two months to start IVF. IUI is a little bit shorter, but not much. And uh, So, yeah, I'm just waiting on the. So now I've just got to sit tight, wait for my appointment for my counselling, my implications counselling. And then after that, wait for uh, my next appointment. Well, they'll phone me and say, right, what do you want to do? Do you want to do IUI? Do you you want to do IVF? It's so exciting. I'm just. (laughs) I can't wait. I just can't wait. And um, I've lost my train of thought now because I'm just. Oh. So, yeah, I just. I'm going to. Probably just get my head down and try and find who I, who jumps <laughs> jumps out at me. I mean, that's what he said to do. Just start looking at various sperm banks. I never in a million years thought I would be hunting out sperm banks it was a new world for me I'm going to have more from my journey next week but right now please welcome to the Worth Every Shot podcast Amber here to share her IVF story with us today this is a super super brave of you Amber and I want to thank you and just tell you how much I appreciate you coming on to share a very personal journey with us today now everyone's story is so unique I mean I'm embarking on the quest for motherhood on my own and you have got a husband and with the help of the NHS as well, something I wasn't able to do. So before we find out a little bit about where you are just now, amber take us back to when it all started for you. Okay, well, thank you
1: for having me. Um as you said um in your last podcast, it kinda you always think it's gonna be first comes love, second comes marriage, and that's kind of what I thought I would get married. We got married in 2018. I thought, oh, I'll be pregnant in no time. Four years later, it still hasn't happened. Yeah. So, 2018, we got married. Um, 2019, kind of started realising it's not happening. Went to the doctors and cried a lot. Yeah. Um, then they referred me to the NHS. So, which was great. It's yeah. great to have that opportunity, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, they checked progesterone and things like that and it wasn't great for me. So, uh, straight away went to... The, the referral so on the waiting list and we were due to be seen in March 2020 oh, right. and we all know what happened there yeah. so sadly it was postponed for about a year and we had our initial consultation um, okay. and we had um, yeah it was fine we were put in for our tests blood tests and things like that and straight away my BMI was flagged which is a big no-no
0: I know this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So
1: on the NHS, it has to be 30. Okay. It has to be. And I was 33. Oh. So it was an ongoing battle then of by your next appointment, you need to have your BMI down, which I do. I, I now have oh, it down, which brilliant. is great. Oh, yeah. So it was just a lot of back and forward at the time. And um, my husband had lots of tests done and we found there was issue there as well. And it's just been an ongoing back and forward to the hospital for different tests and then because it's been a year from our initial test we've mm-hmm. had to redo them all oh, and right. that kind of thing so yeah it's been a waiting game but hopefully in the end it'll be worth it um, it'll be f- three years then from initial referral that's
0: it I mean um, people have said to me you no know, like oh i thought it would be ha- happening by now and they, they don't realize some people don't realize just how many hurdles how many hoops you have to go through you know it is it's a massive roller coaster yep. um you know and and how much did you actually know about the wor- world of fertility before you kind of embarked on this journey
1: i didn't know anything about it you're not taught this in school and i have been talking to everybody and i quite openly talk about this journey now um and i say it needs to be taught in school you know to a certain degree they need to know that this can happen mm-hmm. yeah. um, so after my initial appointment with the doctor mm-hmm. progesterone I had no idea what it was Snap. what it was testing for yeah. I, I don't know okay mm-hmm. can you write that down for me <laughs> you know it, it, it's all it's like a new language yeah. so I went into the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of podcasts internet searches everything and anything I could I'm not big on books mm-hmm. so it was all audio and it was any uh big fat negative big fat negative Mm -hmm. binged it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: listened to it have had it on repeat um there's been a few that i just really enjoy and just listen Mm -hmm. to and it gives you an insight so i had no knowledge of it beforehand i'm quite well versed in it now (laughs) um and i've actually been helping other people that i met i actually joined the peanut app um, oh, I'm not a big fan. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Um, it wasn't for me, but I've met a friend on it, and we've been helping each other. Oh. You know, so it's nice. And when you, I think when you talk about it quite openly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you get to meet
0: people, and you you find people to talk to. Oh, I know it's it is such a nice thing. I've I've had so much support. You know, in the last couple of weeks, and it's really lovely to have mm-hmm. that. You just oh, you because you feel it. it well, it's, it can be quite a lonely journey and yeah. then when you find other people that are going through the same thing and they really understand you they really get yeah. you it just oh, it's so so helps and and how much of a, a roller coaster has your journey been then i mean obviously covid that really did put and, the, and no doubt there will, will have been other hurdles like, like say the bmi yeah covid
1: the the covid i think was a blessing in disguise because it gave me a chance to work on my bmi and yeah. it did help i was a person out walking and which i never did before right. The hurdle the BMI was a big thing I joined the gym elevate fitness go boys thank you so much (laughs) and Danielle sorry (laughs) Um, I joined the gym in March and they've been amazing I couldn't have done it without them so the biggest hurdle is the BMI and my emotions Mm -hmm. that's the other the other one yeah it is you know you find out somebody's pregnant or Mm -hmm. you know you I think the best one for me was in Tesco's and came around the corner and there was a woman standing with a newborn baby and i had to turn very swiftly as the tears were running down my face and it's hard oh it really is and people don't understand Mm. that that longing to be a mother and wanting it so badly you
0: can't switch off yeah you know you just can't switch off. and longing is exactly the word I, i would use you know um yeah oh, you, I mean I mentioned the gym so I take it you're quite open with the people at the gym they know yeah. why you're you know you you've yeah. set yourself a target well when I went
1: to them in tears as well yeah um, there's a running theme of crying <laughs> um, they were a massive help mm-hmm. they are they're like a family they're, they're the members and the staff like mm-hmm. the, the team are just fantastic and you text them at 10 o'clock at night and say I'm having a rough day yeah they're straight back onto you and the support is unreal and when I actually got the news that my BMI was down and I'm on the list the messages were unreal like the Mm -hmm. encouragement and support was absolutely fantastic that's
0: it everyone will be rooting for you yeah I mean that's sort of how I felt as well with the clinic that I go to people are really genuinely behind me Mm -hmm. genuine I think that's it and Oh, I mean, for, for my journey, um, I am seeing sort of various doctors and it's it's, it's, it's a reasonably-sized reasonably, reasonably sized clinic, so I'm not seeing the same doctor and whatnot, but it does feel like a family, actually. They, they do sort of have these meetings every Thursday and they talk about the patients mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, going to to NHS, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how different it is, actually. I mean, how different is it? Do you have the same doctor, for example? Yeah, I
1: have the same doctor, which is great because mm, I'm, yeah. I'm not good with change mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I like to know that I'll be seeing the same doctor yeah. and um, the different I've had a few little procedures and things done as well well one procedure done mm-hmm. um, just to check things over and it was the same doctor doing it and yeah. you know when you're coming back to the room and it's him it's lovely just to know that that's the support there yeah. is and he knows you and he's got to know us over the past few mm-hmm. years of you know and even I, I, I we had a phone consultation and he said and your BMI and you could hear it in his voice he didn't want to ask he had to ask yeah and I said I've got it and you could hear the joy he was like yeah. yes fantastic <laughs> that's wonderful we'll get you in we'll get it double checked we'll make sure you know because I have to do everything officially obviously yeah and because it's funded it has to be official you have to take all those yeah. you have yeah. to
0: yeah, in. yeah and then you know have you been doing anything sort of to help your journey along you know maybe I don't know, something a little bit maybe outlandish or what? Because I know I oh, this is not too outlandish, but I've been doing like you know, um, I've been doing acupuncture things like that. You know, mm. sort of anything like that that you've been doing.
1: I haven't tried acupuncture yet, so I'll need to get a name <laughs> from you. Um, I have. I've tried uh, reflexology, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Um, I can give you names and things Please for do, that I as was well. Talking about, yeah. I was
0: thinking about this, yeah, yeah,
1: um, and then I actually spoke to a nutritionist as well at the very very start, and that was a friend of mine. To help me get my diet in order, because I have a few medical things, nothing major, but just to try and get my body into the best possible shape it could be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yoga. I've done yoga as well, fertility yoga. Um, oh,
0: actual fertility yoga. Yeah, okay, right. yeah,
1: which is um, it was actually done over Zoom during lockdown. Uh-huh. But I can give you all those. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> contacts as well. No, no. So now you, you're doing it with your husband. How would you yeah. say you know the journey is kind of going for uh, for your other half from his point of view?
1: I think because we both have issue, we're kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah, I think I've delved deeper into it and researching it and getting all the information. And my husband goes to the appointments, we'll put it that way, and <laughs> yeah. I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah. You know, he understands what's going on and he understands how I feel, mm-hmm. and it's something he wants as well. So, you know, it has been hard for him, yeah. You know, and he's had a lot to kind of deal with over the last couple of years as well. So, it's yeah, and when friends are having children and things as no. well, it can be. I think sometimes he's kind of scared to tell me if somebody's know. pregnant. Do you know or,
0: my friend, um, well, she's had her baby not that long ago, but she was frightened to tell me mm-hmm. she was pregnant. And I think yeah. people are, they do, they think, oh, I better not tell. And, it, it, do you know, I'm happy, but it. it's very bittersweet. Like I it said. is, just, it is. Of course I'm happy for other people, but, um, you know, you kind of want to, to share that. You You, know, you want to sort of be, be there yourself. But how has the support been like for you then on, on this journey?
1: The support I've had, my friends and family are second to none. They are just... My mum is amazing mm-hmm. i have no other words for her. she's just i phone her in tears because i've seen a baby in tesco <laughs> <Yeah>. and she's <laughs> like you're okay it's gonna happen it's gonna be fine my two friends catherine and gary best friends in the whole world are just amazing you know we go for long walks we go for dinner we go for this that the other and i can just vent and it's just nice to have my yeah. work colleagues are sick To the back teeth of listening (laughs) to me. Um, I told them I was coming here today as well. And they're like, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be emotional? I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I can talk about it. And it's nice that I can talk about it. Because I think it gives them a realisation as well. Mm. That it's not all going to happen straight away. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... um, I think until you know somebody that it's Mm -hmm. happening to, they don't realise. And I think getting that knowledge out to people as well is... Mm -hmm. You know, and people have said to me... Until I spoke to you, I didn't realise that could happen. You Mm. always just think it's going to happen straight away, but it doesn't.
0: No, I know people do think it's so easy. People, Some, like, you, you see it and, and it just looks easy. It, you know, the media sometimes make it look quite easy because yeah. it's not being talked... You know, issues, fertility issues are not being talked about. I watched a, a video today, actually, about... Um, I don't know if you've seen... It's Sharon Marshall who did the soap stuff on This Morning. Oh, yes, and, yes. Uh, yeah, she was on the on the couch with Phil and Holly. I think it was last year, actually, just sharing her story. Mm-hmm. Um, And she was in her 40s actually so I kind of really did sort of empathise a little you know she was really struggling and she was quite depressed about it all and and then I think it was her sixth attempt um, and she's now got she's got a baby and Mm -hmm. she was 46 I think she was at the time so for me that gives me a little bit of hope Hope, because well I'm I'm, you know not the great side of 40 40, unfortunately but you know um, but oh Amber thank you so much for sharing your story amazing and uh, you know I am really rooting for you and that lovely husband of yours and you. uh, you know I think and I mean I think you'll be amazing parents thank you and I have everything crossed for you as well because you're going to be a fab mum oh <laughs> let's hug this out <laughs> and we did hug it out now if you do have a story that you would like to share with me or maybe you work in the fertility industry and you'd love to come on my podcast I'd love to have you so please just drop me a message by sending an email to yaz at qradio.com. worth every shot